Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as I want to talk about a day that changed history. As a matter of fact, we'll talk in a, in a moment about two days that changed history, but the first one I want to mention took place in 1906 on Christmas Eve. Now, at that time, there had been radio transcripts that went on, or radio uh, uh, broadcasts, that went on just in the basis of Morse code, dots and dashes. And lots of times, the, the ships out at sea would communicate with one another through the Morse code that would be broadcast over radio waves. But on Christmas Eve, 1906, a fellow by the name of Reginald Feniston, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, actually broadcast sound over radio waves. This is the first time it's ever happened. And what did he do? He played a, a Christmas carol and he read the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2. I want you to think how much our world has changed since that time. That was only 118 years ago, ago this Christmas Eve. Think how much we have grown as people, hopefully, and how much education we've had, how much we've learned, how much we've progressed as a result of being able to communicate electronically over over radio waves and now uh, over the internet and so on. We're able to do this right now. This, obviously, we couldn't have even done this 20 years ago, but 118 years ago was the first time there was music or voice that went over radio. Now, I say this because I'm there's this narrative out there, and I often face it when I'm on campus preaching, that Christians, Christians oppose and are against human progress, that we stand in the way of scientific progress and technological progress. And that we, if the Christians basically need to get out of the way because we hinder progress. And, and, and nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, as I think through time, I look at one thing after another that the world changed for the good because of Christian activity. Now, do I know if Reginald was a Christian? I don't know for sure. But I would think if he was playing uh, the first song he had go over the radio waves was Oh Holy Night. And the first words, other than introducing himself, were to read the Christmas story about the birth of Jesus Christ uh, coming to earth as a Savior who would bring salvation to the world. I'd have to think that somehow Jesus did matter to him. This night changed the world. The world, your life and my life, if you listen, to, if you've got this device, if you listen to music, if you listen to, to audio over radio waves or right now, the world changed that day because of someone who most likely was a Christian. Now, this leads me to another important point. Have you ever seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life? I hope you have. I watch it every Christmas time. I've been doing that for many years. We watched it the other night. And even though I've probably seen it 30 times or more, I still am moved emotionally by it on that last scene. What a beautiful movie. I hope you watch it. And if you're a younger person, it's a little slower than some of our modern action movies, 
But oh my goodness, what an awesome story it is. And in this movie, he gets depressed, he gets discouraged, he kind of gets to the place where where life is kind of crushing down on him. He's in a terrible trial, and he kind of wishes, he, he thinks the world would have been better had he never been born. He wishes he'd never been born. And in the movie, an angel comes and enables him to see what his what the world would have been like had he never been born. And what a dark place the world would have been because he brought so much light and encouragement and and good into people's lives without him. And he'd, he'd, he'd for, totally forgotten that, maybe not even recognize that at the point. And so several years ago, a number of years ago, a man named D. James Kennedy, who'd been pastor at Coral Ridge, Baptist, Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church down in Fort Lauderdale, wrote a book kind of based on It's a Wonderful Life called what if Jesus had never been born? What if Jesus had never been born? And the, he followed this same theme, just like in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. You look at the, the ideas the world would have been a darker place had George Bailey never been born. Now the world, what would the world be like had Jesus never come to this world? And it's basically a history of how Christians have changed the world, how followers of Jesus had made a difference in our world. If you want a good read here over the holiday, go ahead and order it. What if Jesus had never been born? It's a, it, I, and I would say in my own life, I remember the night I was reading, and I was in West Lafayette, Indiana, at Purdue. I preached on campus that day. And I remember I was sitting in a restaurant that night, and I, and reading the book. I was by myself. I couldn't put it down. I just kept reading and reading, and that, and when the restaurant finally closed and I had to leave, I remember this profound feeling as I stood in the parking lot and I prayed, and I said, Jesus, I've never been so proud of you and what you've accomplished. Have you ever felt that way about the Lord? I mean, we're grateful. I'd always been grateful that he died for my sins and risen from the dead, that he'd saved me, he'd made me his child, was going to take me to heaven. But that night I felt proud of the Lord. I said, and I said, Jesus, what you brought to this earth started a revolution, a revolution of love, a revolution of goodness, a revolution that has changed the world dramatically. And because I hadn't, uh, because of my secular education in ways I had never known, in the ways Christians and those who followed Jesus and were guided by him had had dramatic impact upon our world, ways I had never known. And I was so grateful. Well, friends, that history, our history, is really under attack in our world today, in our education. It seems as if the radical left has captured our education and they want to rewrite history. They want to revise history. And in, in an attack, to be honest, on Western civilization. Well, at the heart of Western civilization is the Christian faith. The Christ, Christian faith has, has molded, has been perhaps the primary factor in molding uh, Western civilization. And if you want to discredit our civilization and what has been accomplished in our country and in Europe and so on, if you want to discredit that and tear it down, you've got to be attacking Christianity as well. And that's exactly what's gone on. Well, I'd like to suggest that not only did Reginald Fessenden change the world by, by enabling this technology 
of broadcasting sound across radio waves and communicating sound uh, through uh, methods that beyond just the human voice being able to be heard by my voice to your ear, not only did he change the world in 1906, but the world was even far more changed 1,906 years prior to that with the birth of Jesus Christ. And as I mentioned, the song that was uh, played over the radio and the words that were spoken spoke of the birth of Christ. The song was O Holy Night. Now, O Holy Night has a very interesting background to it. We won't go into it a lot this morning, but basically it came from France. There was a priest who wanted a song written for Christmas Eve service, and he contacted a poet in his village. The poet was uh, Catholic. The priest was Catholic. The poet was Catholic. But he was, not, he was not known for his religion or his devout spirituality. But when given this assignment, he really took it to heart. He studied the New Testament scriptures, and he wrote the words to It's a Holy Night. The priest was so moved by it, he found someone who could put it to words, the wor- or put it to music. The music was not what we sing today. That was found a number of years later and by an, uh, an American who put it to words here in America, and it became a such a popular song. However, interestingly, back in France, after it was very, very popular, but the poet who wrote it became an agnostic and a socialist. He was captured by socialistic politics, and in those and in that he began to have doubts about God, and he wondered. Now, again, he wouldn't like I said he was not a solid, uh, strong believer to start with. But when he was captured by these socialistic politics, he became an agnostic, and he stopped believing. And as a result of that, uh, the, the the French churches were saying, "You can't sing this song in the church anymore." And he was canceled, shall we say, by the church. We don't want you singing this song, but it was still popular with the people outside of the church because it was such a beautiful song, so inspiring. Sad, even in our day, sometimes people who contribute so much to us and and write such beautiful things, some of them go astray. And so we all want to keep strong in our faith. We all got to guard our faith. We've all, all got to make sure that sometimes we're, remember, we're under spiritual attack. And sometimes the people who contribute the most to our lives in the most beautiful ways, the devil's got a big target on them. And uh, evidently that happened with the, the composer of this song, the writer of this song, and as it sometimes happens in our day. Let's take a look at this song and see what the words say. Oh, let's, here we go. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. O oh, hear the angel voices. O oh, night divine. O oh, night when Christ was born. O oh, night divine. O oh, night. O oh, night divine. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Change shall he break for the slave is our brother. And in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy and grateful chorus raise we. Let all within us praise his holy name. Christ is the Lord. 
Oh, praise his name forever. His power and glory evermore proclaim. His power and glory evermore proclaim. Sure enough, on Christmas Eve, 1906, our world changed with this great technological advancement. But on Christmas Day, year zero, the year Jesus was born, our world changed even more. God provided the answer to our fallen condition. God had provided his Messiah, the Savior, who would save us from our sins, transform our lives, take people whose lives are a mess and make them something beautiful, not only what, not only trophies of his grace, but also uh, servants of his that would bring good and bring the light of Christ into our world, and the world's never been the same since. Isn't that awesome? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for sending your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus, we are grateful that you came to save us. We're grateful you came to redeem us. You came to make us your children. I want to thank you today, Lord, not only for the personal salvation that I've received and we have on this have received, but I want to thank you for the way that people who have known you and walked with you and followed you and people who have utilized the gifts you've given them and fallen the calling you gave them have tra- have changed this world have brought light to this world have made have made things better for people have shown the love of Christ in very tangible ways and how we pray that we would do that father that as we follow you help us to share your gospel help us to share the story of christmas and help us to live lives of such love that we bring light and goodness and 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 benefit to the, to the lives of every single person we encounter. How we pray that would be the case with us, and we thank you. Thank you we stand on the shoulders of giants who became mighty simply by following you, Jesus the Messiah. We bless you, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Well, folks, hey, I'm so glad if you're with me today, new, welcome. I hope you will join us regularly. We come here every day at 8.30 a.m. live, Eastern Time. But you can also watch any time in the day. You can even watch past episodes of our Daily Word and Prayer. And you can listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. I hope you join us regularly. Subscribe to the channel or subscribe to the podcast, however you want to listen. And join in and be with us regularly. You come here every day. We've got a new year coming up. Set a resolution. I'm going to listen for the month of January or maybe for two months. I'm going to be in there every day and listen in and be a part of this. I bet your life will change. Your attitudes will change. You'll be encouraged and edified and inspired. That's why we come here every day to help provide that. And to you who are with me every day, I love you. So glad to have you along. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.